I think the thing I struggle with the most when it comes to Photoshop is how it always crashes when I'm editing dick pics. Uh, Oliver, we're live. To be clear, not my dick pics. Good, very good save. Nice, yeah. good work. I'm just the last guy. I think stop it here and introduce the show and let's just hope for the best. We'll pick it up from here. Steam will edit this out, no doubt. Kia ora, welcome back to another episode of an original Nexus podcast. I want to start with some more housekeeping. I worry that we start every episode with some form of housekeeping, but I need to make a title redaction once again. The podcast is now called Mates and Takes. Whereas before it was five mates, two mates, five takes. It's now just Mates and Takes because today we are joined by a very special guest. Tom Cruise. Tom? <laughs> Thanks for having me on the pod, boys. Yeah. Um, My brother, Tom Cruise. <laughs> As always, I'm Oliver and joined... By Cam. By Cam. By me. Who is convinced that Liam is Tom Cruise. And my brother. Both of which, perfectly true. You can look into it. And that's all I have to say about it. You're right? saying that people can Google you and your family mm -hmm. and find out who your brother is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you know who it's going to be. I'm The so guy to my right. So the guy to my right. So proud of you for um, deciding to still live a fairly normal life if you're actual blood brothers with Tom Cruise. Yeah, he's tried a lot to get me into the um, church. <laughs> but <clears throat> I'm just not interested. It's not, it's not the right time for me. Is it Scientology myself. like super chill? Super chill. Yeah, it's, that's it's what the SC stands for. Super chill Scientology. It's known for being super relaxed with all its kind of everything. Yeah, yeah. For anyone new to the show, uh, the premise of Mates and Takes is each week we choose a topic of discussion and we give our personal top picks. Originally, it was top fives, but with the three of us today, we've decided we're going to do top threes. And the topic today is cartoon TV shows. Cartoon TV shows. And do you know what's quite cool is when you open that with saying, for anyone new to the show, we have got quite a few people new to the show because I've had heaps of messages asking me how they recognize you. So do you want to tell everyone how maybe they've recognized you from the past, like what they've seen you in? Or your I could I'm happy to Just tell your them. your credits. You know? Yeah, I'm happy to tell them. But I think you need to because I... Remember, so Oliver... He's a little bit withholding about it, but he was the 2018, um, he was in a run of Mike uh, McDonald's ads um, as the ketchup boy. Mike McDonald's ads? No, in the McDonald's ads oh. as the ketchup boy in 2018 summer. And so he, do you want to sing the song? <laughs> Get your ketchup right here. And he would rub ketchup all over his body. And then, um, ba da ba 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 it wasn't actually till after the shoot that I realized it wasn't for McDonald's. <laughs> it was for it was for Mike McDonald, <laughs> who is this guy with the ketchup fetish, and it was for personal use. It sucked, man. I didn't even get paid. Yeah, his Mick only fans just for exposure, clout. Anyway, uh, thanks for that. Um, TV shows, cartoon TV shows. Do we have many rules for this one in terms of picking? I think just just for the get-go, we're not going to include animated movies. I had some rules. Okay. Um, as usually. I need face ID here. 
This is why you should always come with a printout, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Have a piece of paper. My dog ate my Fuck printout. So my criteria was it had to be animated and it had to be a TV show. I also discounted miniseries. I did give more consideration and weight to shows which are completely finished. So like, yes, Invincible was very good, but we've only seen really eight or 10 episodes of it. And I kind of, I'm not saying I completely discounted it. Like, you know, something like Rick and Morty is obviously great, but it's not finished. And so I tried to give just more consideration to those. Um, and then also because it's animated, I thought that a large component for me was how it looks because that's just a nice um, distinct characteristic of animated shows that you can be super indulgent with your world building. Um, and then I tried to make it so it was like character depth, storyline, and popularity were taken into consideration. And then there's just some intangibles, you know. There's just some shows that you're like, that's really good and I don't really know why, but everyone seems to love it. Yeah. That's a pretty good list. Do you have any criteria, anything you were looking at? Uh, so good, that's solid. Yeah, LD's come onto the show and he's straight up free balling it. But yeah. what's the bit he just destroys us with his top three without like much prep at all? Pretty high. I think pretty high. Bro's like not even <laughs> going to stretch before the game, but will probably dunk on us, which um, is a basketball reference. I've got some criteria here. Uh, pretty loosey-goosey. I noticed... I made my criteria, then I found my top three and I didn't really connect the dots too much, but it's nice to have it, right? I had influence, so how it impacted the viewers of the show, uh, the kind of general reception, how critics found it, uh, the animation, like the quality and art style, um, the impact on the cartoon genre itself that it had, uh, its peak, how good it was when it was really good, mm. its longevity um, in terms of how long that peak lasted and how long TV shows run for, uh, and then, of course, characters, story, and if it's interactive and things like that. What do you mean by interactive? Like a kid's cartoon that interacts. Oh, like Dora the Explorer. Audience, yeah. Map. Sometimes that's a nice little dimension. Okay. Oliver loves Dora the Explorer. I don't know how we want to do this because I was trying to think, do we all go 3-3-3 three, three, three and keep the same order or do we kind of do separatine draft style? Don't know if I'm saying that word right. Like three 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 two two two. Nah, let's just go clockwise or whatever. Okay. Do you guys want me to start? Yeah, all right. Yeah, you can start. Throw us in. All right, so at number three, this is can I just say this was so hard because Yeah, this was very difficult. I changed my three like a lot. I changed my three a lot, especially this third position. And it's it's hard because top five I'm used to kind of fooling around with some picks, but three oh, is really? just so narrow. Um, so Very definitive. Mm. Yeah. A lot of honorable mentions, which maybe we can go into a bit later. Sure. I've only seen three TV shows, so this was so easy for me. <laughs> and they all happen to be cartoons. That is yeah. very lucky. Yeah. I don't know what live action is. So there's a good chance that uh, I think p potentially because I grew up with Liam, I think he might know this TV show. There's a chance. I grew up with Liam. Right. You guys are brothers. Yeah. I forget. It's easy to forget we're not just all brothers. Mm. You're not. I'm not. So there's a reason why this is at number three and not a little bit higher is probably because you guys haven't heard of it. And it's annoying because for something to be good, it should have had viewership kind of as broad as this table. But that's okay. I'm happy to just kind of live with it. My third pick is Kablam. Ah, uh, the spinoff of Shazam. No. Uh, have you heard of it? No, nah, Kablam, Liam? the dude is gone. God damn it, I really needed Liam to know this one. Main character? Like, can you yeah. paint yeah. the picture for us? Yeah, I'll paint the picture. OG Nickelodeon cartoon. 
I think it aired 96 and it's hosted by two like comic book kids. Uh, feel free to have a little Google to see and, and just I see have to. I have to look this up. Um, the whole premise of the show was it was like a skit show for a sketch show for kids. Um, it was hosted by, uh, yeah, these two characters and it would be like a variety half hour where they would show a whole bunch of different uh, short cartoons. No, I don't remember it or recognize it at all. So here's some here's some things that put it in a top three. <coughs> you watched those growing up? Yeah, I watched it when I could. We didn't have Nickelodeon at the time, so I must have... Pirating Kablam. I was pirating cartoons in 1996. Before it was cool. Which is just called stealing from the video store. <laughs> Oliver invented LimeWire. Um, so it's short and sweet. It had four seasons. Uh, it's really nice when uh, a TV show doesn't have like a long shitty part to it. Mm. It just was what it was. It had four seasons. Yeah, it didn't get stale. Just mm. um, So the huge, the huge thing for this was it was a showcase for alternative animation at the time. So back then you didn't really have things on TV like stop motion, claymation, mm. um, kind of on a channel like Nickelodeon for kids to see. Well, yeah, just I saw a picture of it. It kind of looked almost like Robot Chicken in a couple of yeah. um, sketches. Big time. But and then I, others are completely, you know, or that bubblegum sort of pop or whatever it might yeah, be. Yeah, super, super strange, um, some of the art styles. Um, So I don't know when Robot Chicken came out, but potentially this Probably could. after, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, almost definitely, because it had like Seth Green from uh, Family Guy. So that's at like had to be after 97. Yeah, I would have thought. So the way the show worked is they had these two hosts and they would cue you into like all these different little mini shows within the show. So in a half hour, you might have four different little storylines that happen with four different like worlds of characters. So because of that, you have a huge catalog of world creation characters, all sorts of things like that, which I think is really cool. But here's the real reason why it is a top three cartoon of all time. Back in 1996 to 2000, it was, like, devastating jumping on the TV and there just not being anything you even remotely liked being on, which ha could happen quite a lot. You jump on, especially if you had, like, free-to-air TV. We only had three channels to kind of work with. If something like Home and Away was on and it was either that or the news, you were so gutted because you're, like, a kid. You just want to see cartoons but even when it came to cartoons, you might stumble across a cartoon that you, you love or maybe you hate. But with Kablam, you get a little bit of everything, so there's bound to be something in there that you kind of connect with. So it's essentially like a 100% hit rate. It might only be for five minutes of that half hour, but it's guaranteed that you get something in that episode. Yeah, I mean, so you were born in 92, right? Mm -hmm. And it started in 96. So you were four when you started stealing TV shows, I guess. So clearly it's pretty good if you're like prepared to do juvenile crime that quickly. I was kicked out of so many crashes. <laughs> yeah, and my whole thing is just like, you were four watching this? You remember this mm. one, watching this? Oh, well, no, he, here's the thing. It, it like was released between 96 and 2000. I doubt that it just stopped running after the year 2000. There would have been plenty of oh, reruns. Syndication, wow. So I think I just would have absorbed it when I was, let's say, 
like eight between eight and twelve. Yeah, the time most criminals start. Yeah, yeah, start them young. Um, I would just like to mention a special mention to the Magic School Bus, which I originally had at number three. Oh. Um, I won't go into it because that's cheating, but it was very close to being on my list, and right. I just want to shout it out because it's an amazing cartoon show. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, unfortunately, because we've never heard of this before, you can't really pull it down, can we? Yeah, and I, uh, maybe that's why I just put it at three. Yeah. So I don't. You wanted don't to give it its props, but you weren't really. You know, you just wanted to get it out of the way. I think the the biggest. Uh, point of contention is going to be the top spot anyway right so i've just squeaked this one in and i was hoping you'd know but maybe it's right best that you didn't yeah yeah i guess you just sort of threw a freebie out there i did threw it into the wind um with that being said we could just move on yeah um, i think we should and that was like a um that's passing that's doing unit standards at ncea you don't get a merit or an excellence you just get achieved yeah, maybe um, along with you talking about your photoshopped penis, Steam might just be able to take out your whole third one and just be like, God, they're the same pretty much. May as well not be in there. You know, there was nothing really being talked about, just a photoshopped dick and uh, kablam. Well, now he's going to have to cut that out because you're referencing something that should have been edited. Well, now he has to keep it in, which is even better. <laughs> so I'm going to jump into my number trace, number three. Uh, it's easy. It's adventure time. It's super easy. Um, I feel like it paved the way for Rick and Morty, that psychedelia that we've kind of got at the moment. Uh, and I guess like at the time it was sort of running adjacent to regular show, which also has its own sort of cult following. And you did sort of end up falling on either the Finn and Jake or Mordecai and Rigby uh, bandwagons. And I certainly pretty, pretty firmly fell on the um, Adventure Time bandwagon. I really like its sort of post-apocalyptic feel, and I do feel like every week that we're still alive, we're just slowly going towards this world made of bubblegum that is a post-post-apocalypse. Um, I remember early watching that show and not realizing that that yeah. was the premise, and it was more of like a fan theory. Yeah. And then you're like, oh my God. Yeah, and that then you realize it's been there the whole time because, like, the intro credits are just nukes everywhere and broken, discarded trash. And I think I really liked that longevity, and you talked about that peak. It stayed pretty good for pretty long. Um, and the car character development and story and world building was just so uh, tangled but coherent somehow. You saw this great character development with people like Ice King who – start off as shitty human beings who are just like you can't tell if they're a villain or if they're just annoying and then progressively like oh this is actually just a tortured person um their their way of treating topics like mental health even sexuality gets touched on quite a bit and for a kid's show to pack that and then or package that and then disseminate that to children i think is really like it's so difficult to do and they managed to do it in this really shrouded way where you didn't realize what they were talking about until the message is like fully, I guess, embedded. Um, and I mean, there's just like a great Rolodex of characters. You've got all of them have their own little flaws, but they're always trying to be better. Most of the time the shows are revolving around characters being nice to each other, which is the main outcome. And for an animated TV show, 
like that probably is pretty fundamental, right? It's just be nice to people. It's not that hard. And that is, I think it's a pretty solid TV show. It'll probably go down as one of the like all time greats, I think. I wholeheartedly agree. I don't have it in my top three. Um, kind of mostly because I knew you would almost. Mm. I think it deserves to spite me. It, it definitely deserves a place in any top kind of spot, but not yours, but not mine. Yeah, yeah. I wish I could fight you on this because it just makes for good TV. It's hard, right? But it's a good. It's a good show. Were you a fan? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's kind of hard not to be. It's very interesting. The whole sort of like complete fantasy. Mm. I mean, like really takes you away from mm-hmm. things. Don't have to make sense. Like it really does pave the way for that. Like. Rick and Morty, and also just any kind of cartoons that are being made these days of just, like, things don't have to make sense. Yeah, and they kind of, they take the, they keep the characters as quite human, but then they just take every other aspect of it, and they're like, that doesn't matter, actually. It doesn't matter if it's a car or if it's, like, a cinnamon bun that is your butler or (laughs) or peppermint butler or, you know, all of these characters are just anthropomorphic, and they realise that that's never really the point of a TV show. It's always the message behind it. Which I've always been pretty about. I'm not sure whether um, the fan bases or creators get annoyed with comparing Adventure Time to Rick and Morty, but there's certainly run parallel for me um, growing up as two TV shows. But to me, it really feels like Adventure Time is far more successful. I don't know if yeah. I just don't watch enough regular show, but they they both had this big explosion at the start. But it feels like Adventure Time sustained it a little better. Yeah, well, Lemon Grab in uh, Adventure Time is Justin Roiland, who is the co-writer for Rick and Morty as well. So how much creative input he had on Adventure Time, I'm unsure. So it's kind of interesting. Like A lot of people talk about it as this drug cornucopia. And Pendleton Ward, who's the creator, is like, he's not exactly anti, but he's certainly anti that sentiment. He doesn't like the idea that his show is just the show for stoners. Um, he actually sort of... He kind of seems like a genteel comic book guy from The Simpsons, like just this. Did did I say regular show or Rick and Morty when I just did Rick and Morty? The first oh, time. I meant regular show. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like they sort of aged better, right? Yeah, and, and I don't. I'm pretty sure Adventure Time would have come first. I think it did because I think it also finished last too. Yeah, yeah. Is Adventure um, Time finished? Yeah. Ooh. Like four years ago. Have you finished it? Nah. Nah. It's kind of hard. Then what the fuck are you doing talking about? Yeah, it? oh yeah. I, I'm pretty bad for that in all of these. I can confess I haven't seen uh any of my shows in their entirety. Oh, it's hard. And if I'm cartoons. actually being serious about the whole I've only ever seen t- three cartoons, I probably actually have only ever seen like a small handful in their entirety. The entire catalogue. I reckon yeah, I don't wanna maybe I won't say it because it might be in here. I reckon one cartoon that everyone's almost guaranteed to have finished, if you're a guy, is Avatar Legend of Aang. Yep. Three seasons. Polished. Well packaged. Very well packaged. Phenomenal show. Not in mine, but phenomenal. Is it in yours, Liam? It's not in mine. Yeah, not in mine. Phenomenal show, but not in mine. Great show, but I just, I had other things in mind when I was putting Mm. my list together. Yeah, I was the same. I think it's one of those shows that just based on its story and characters... And the time that it came out, it was just perfect for that. Mm. But it's maybe hard to argue with other things. Where do you guys fall on whether that is an anime? Would you say it's absolutely not, or it adopts some styles from it? Or no, it's not. Nah, yeah, because it's not Japanese. So. Not no, no, I know that. But just in terms of stylistically, 
say not at all? Or? I think one of the classifications for an anime has to be that it's Japanese right. made. Okay, yeah. right. Interesting. Interesting. That goes to show that I definitely don't have any anime in mind. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, oh, that's cool. With that being said, let's head it over to the biggest weeb in the room. Liam, what's number three? So for me, uh, number three is South Park. Oh! I love this. So a couple of reasons. So first of all, I just want to say that I don't, I don't think that it was like, it might have been or it might not have been the first like real adult mm-hmm. mature show. Yeah. We're like full on swearing, adult themes like yeah. sex, drugs, all stuff like that. But it definitely like paved the way and took a lot of hits from the media mm-hmm. for that. You know, like I remember growing up, I always heard about like South Park and the news for like most swear words and like all these like adult themes and getting in trouble and then fighting like censorship battles and. That would have made it easier for like a lot of people to come after them. Definitely, they definitely grunted the full force of like parents at the time. Yeah, well, they just defended like freedom of speech, right? And they were at that MTV era of like Eminem and being insolent, Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, yeah, they like pushed it even further. Yeah. And then another thing they did was like they were the first show to like properly take shots at celebrities, like not like. Like, in The Simpsons, for instance, they have uh, Mia Quimby. He's supposed to be, like, JFK. Kind of like, you know, there's the boxing guy. He's supposed to be, like, Mike Tyson. They were the first show to be, like, yeah, this is a straight-up, like, Kanye West. And we're just, like, making fun of him. So much so that Kanye, like, tweets about him not liking fish sticks, right? Like, that became a thing. I think he tried to sue the show or something. Yeah, he did. (laughs) Well, like, The Simpsons will have characters on. But they Nowadays, actually guest voice it. Almost always played by themselves. Yeah, so they can't always. be too, like, ruthless. Yeah. yeah. They never yeah. do just, like, full-on satire. On Netflix, they have uh, South Park, and the way that they've sort of segregated the seasons is they have f- I may, maybe, like, the four most recent seasons, but then they also just have South Park's best episodes. And it's such a strange kind of perfect way to package it because there is quite a lot of just not filler but there's just ones that pass you by but then the ones that are good are so good and they're just like borderline culturally important i never watched south park growing up but you're scared of it right yeah i'm scared of it but i doubt like i installed the windows theme windows xp south park theme so it's like every time it booted up it would play the theme song and it would have a little cursor that was a character. And I couldn't get rid of it. <laughs> so maybe that's why I don't have it on my list because it haunted my browser for so long. Which was the character, do you know? You probably don't know because you don't know the characters. I think it was the guy that dies all the time, Kenny. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. See, but that just shows how big the show was. That You never watched it, but you know one of the characters. Mm. You know what he looks like. Also... Another thing was that the show was just wildly successful. Mm. For a long time. It's still yeah. going, right? Yeah. And, like, even the creators are like, can we just cancel South Park? We've had yeah. enough. We're, we're. They also, there's a small documentary about it, which I think it's called Six Days to Air or something, and they write every episode in a week. They, oh. they don't, they yeah, don't plan like, the season or anything. How unbelievably stressful that must be. Yeah. In my research, I found out that the creators and animators of Looney Tunes 
mm. would go all the way up to the actual day of release still yeah. animating. I guess because back then it's hand-drawn, right? Yeah. It's just yeah. frame by frame. That's unbelievable. Also, wasn't the, fir- wasn't the thing for South Park for ages that like, it was like cutouts? It was like paper cutouts. Oh. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and only switched ah. on to like um, digital animation and the... And we can all relate to that as well because not the animated part, but we have a week to prepare for this and look at how highly packaged and well-produced this all is as well. No offense, Liam, but you should know precisely when it stopped being cut out and when <laughs> it turned into this real thing. Look, apart from a quick Google search, we don't even know if yours... We didn't even know Exists. what yours was until yeah. like five minutes yeah, He made it. So I didn't make up Kablam. the hell up. <laughs> bro, I want to hear from my Kablam heads out there. <laughs> Let me know, bro. Let these boys feel you. Lammy. So, do you want to make a real show for your number two? Do we want to speak to South Park a bit more, or just we all kind of are in agreement whether you've seen it or not? It's pretty important. Yeah. And just the the tier list, it's mm. pretty up there. If you guys are okay with South Park, I don't want to have a single little schmutz of pushback on my number two. I'm very cool with South Park. Tell us, bro. My number two is The Simpsons. What the fuck? Nah, all right, whatever. Is it in either of your nah, two? man, fuck that show. Okay. That was going to be my number one, though. So you, you guys have heard of a cap gun, right? That you get oh. it from the $2 shop? Oh, yeah. Shop. Just remove the gun, and that's you guys. Terrible. Idiotas. That's um, Don't ever do that one again. To not have The Simpsons in your top three is just to be uh, basically, like, violently disrespectful. Disrespectful. Yeah. Thank you, man. I guess. It's the longest running TV show of all time. Mm. So shout out Guinness World Records. They've got one. Is it? Yeah. I think it's the longest running American. Coronation Street's been going for like 50 years. I don't know. I did a Google search and it's, the, I don't know uh, if soap operas fall into some other category and it's not like. We a, could just say it's the longest running animated show and you'll be happy. Here's what I did. I typed into Google longest running TV show of all time. I didn't do animated, and Simpsons was the top. Wow. You didn't do a Croft yeah. reference? Yeah, Croft reference. I had <laughs> seen it on another thing as well, so there was no Fuck reason yeah. to do a Croft reference. <laughs> uh, it had a really, really strong peak. Most people reckon between seasons four and eight were really good, so just like put them down for five years of being the best show on television. Uh it was one of the very first cartoons to feature kind of realistic characters. Uh, problematically realistic, sure. You've got an alcoholic, abusive dad. You've got, um, you know, sex pest politicians. But they're real. These characters have flaws. Um, they're just this ridiculous, like, ramped up version of America, essentially. Slice of life, right? That's kind of the whole point. It's the first cartoon <coughs> pretty much to uh, target adults and not just kids. You could say the Flintstones because it was in primetime. It was the first primetime cartoon, but I would say the Simpsons did it the best. Um, it's the blueprint for all the modern cartoons we have now. So if you look at American Dad, Bob's Burgers, you only get there by having The Simpsons first. And the reason why it's number two for me is if you look at any list online, from the Rolling Stones to Empire Magazine of the best 
TV shows of all time. Not cartoons, but the best. The only cartoon to feature in the top ten of any of those lists is The Simpsons. I mean, that's just some guy, you know? That's the exact same as if, like, in 20 years from now, someone's like, the only Nexus podcast that featured Simpsons was Oliver. Therefore, he's a genius. Like, it's just one person. That's true, but that person... It's a lot of different people that, saying it, I agree. That's true, but, but that person's job is to consume media. They know a lot more about it than I do. The TV guide, TV guide, yeah, had it as the number one, okay? Cartoon. So I'm just going off of experts' opinions. Right. <laughs> Look, it's hard to disagree about its importance, but... I think it is aging pretty poorly. I think, as you said, it's the longest-running American TV show. Coronation Street has 61 seasons. Um, But The Simpsons, like you said, it has four to eight, seasons four to eight, and there's like 20-something. So the the density of that quality is compact, not very long, and I would also argue not that high. Like, if you think about the wittiness of it then, sure. But it's kind of like watching Jaws now. It's hard to appreciate Jaws now because you go, that's fucking CGI from the 70s. Or well, it's not CGI, you know, it's animatronics from the 70s. And then you watch Jurassic Park and you're like, that's animatronics from the 90s. And it's like 20 years or something, it looks good. But same thing with The Simpsons. Some of the shit that they say might be outrageous then, but the way it's greeted now, it's like, meh. And the only thing people really remember it for is Apu's a white guy. They're also really mean to Ned and he's a widower. Like his wife tragically dies. They're just like, oh, that fucking next door neighbor who's always nice. And it's always like, hey, diddly dee. And they're like, fuck off. You're a Christian. You suck. And it's just like, what? He's a widower. He's just a dad. He's a solo dad. Rod and Todd are out here doing their best, picking their nose, and he's doing his best. You're like, fuck that guy. Yeah. On the topic of aging. I don't really know what to say to that because everything ages. And if we hold that against things, then we could just be like the original Star Wars trilogy is trash. It is. It's not as good as the CGI. No. It absolutely is terrible. Context is everything. You need to be like Star Wars was incredible because they were able to achieve this visual masterpiece in the late 60s, 70s. Right. I could be wrong on those dates. Yeah. So let's not... I get I get what you mean. And even I definitely, jokes, even yeah. jokes, if you age jokes, that's not a good idea either. Yeah, I get what you mean. I do think, like, The Simpsons is important and shit. It's just never really been... I guess it's just never been my cup of tea. And Your that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's actually probably my main pushback. It's like, yeah, I don't like it. And it's like, well, that's not good enough. Bringing bias to the table, Cam. I'm just yeah. trying to do a true blue top three. Yeah. You definitely got to look at things for, like, how hard they hit when mm. they came out. Not like... Yeah, that's probably true. Present time. Probably true, yeah. Mm. Oh, well. Good for Simpsons. Good for Matt Groening. He's probably got a lot of money. Oh, man, so much. Yeah. Stupid change. Mm. And then he just used it all to make Futurama, which is also really solid. I would argue better. Yeah. I like Fry. I love Futurama. I, like I started watching Futurama again last night. It's pretty quality. I watched the first three episodes of it the other day. It's aged really well. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we'll head over to you then. So I'm really, I guess, uh, if you can't tell, there's like a palpable rage welling up inside me towards you, actually, because my number two is the Magic School Bus. And I thought I was going <laughs> to fucking guerrilla tactics you, and no one's got any idea I was going to come up with it. Miss Frizz? Uh-huh. Best, maybe the best cartoon character of all time. Can we just say maybe kind the best teacher of all time? Kind of all good. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I just like, how good was it when you were in either high school or primary and the science teacher rolls out the TV and you're like, we already know what the fuck's about to go down. This teacher's hungover and we're getting a character teacher to look after us today. We're going into the body like Osmosis Jones. We're going into space like Carl Sagan. We're going to learn about plants and shit. I remember literally none of it, so you can't be that good, but just the fact that the school bus was magic, incredible. And TV show, books, movie, reboots. Well, the books came before the TV show. Yeah, okay, sorry. Books, TV show, movie, reboot, my apologies. Reboot in 2017, yeah, Netflix picked that up. Yeah, and I don't think it really, she ain't kind of all good in the redo. It's kind of they are, what's her name, Lola bunnied it. (laughs) Do you know the voice of Miss Frizzle? She's Uh, like a well-known actress from like the 70s. Like you won't recognize her, but you'll know what she's been in. Oh, right. She's also a singer and a comedian. She is so cool. I think like the reboot is her daughter, right? Not not the actress. I think it's Miss Frizz and then it's Miss Frizz's daughter. And she's kind of passed on the mantle of pedagogy. And yeah, it's pretty cool. I don't know. It's just like so imbued into your high school and educating life, I guess. I never got it in high school, intermediate. Yeah, you guys were too busy getting fucking pizza at lunchtime, bro. Oh, that's a past reference. Cam said when they rolled out the TV when I was in primary school, they rolled out the laptop. <laughs> <laughs> you old. Yeah, man, Miss Frizz on TikTok. The reason I was going to have it at number three, maybe the, the strongest point for Because it's it, real? It had, like, it had faint traces of what makes Rick and Morty so exciting. Exactly. Because that magic school bus could go anywhere, bro. Do you know what's crazy? We're sucking Rick and Morty off this whole thing. Is it on any of ours? Like, it's not on mine. And it just... It I don't want to put it in because, like Cam said, it's not finished. And also... Bro, everyone dick rides. Yeah, us, so. exactly. Which is kind of a huge reason to have it, but I think it's also too new. Ruined by its fans as well, right? Like generally bit. speaking. Sorry to all of you fans. I'm sure I'm not talking about you. But I'm a just, fan. Well, I'm talking I about like you it. specifically, but uh, the other eight people listening, I'm not talking about them. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I <clears throat> I just love the Magic School Bus. That's that. <laughs> Nothing special. It's just cool. Let Good the record show that Cam is bringing bias to the show. How dare At he? Every corner. Um, did yeah, you guys Cam is saying he likes shit just because he likes it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that it's would explain the me. shower orange from episode <laughs> three. Also delicious. Hasn't had it. Doesn't know what he's talking about. Have had it. But yeah, I mean, okay. Well, if we're kind of being serious, like one of the main things about it is obviously every time the best teacher is some sort of without getting super meta and lame but usually your like most important teachers in your life are people who also leave you with some form of character building right like oh okay well that teacher also taught me to be resilient or persistent or whatever the fuck rather than just four times four is 18 and so uh with her like i think that was absolutely a component of it you got like i think is it arnold is the main kid who's kind of filled with angst and anxiety and doesn't shy yeah and uh and she manages to get him to participate in this entire time. And he's the success story, right, that you see this through. He breaks the fourth wall on the first episode, like, straight away because his cousin really sucks. I right. think she's just joined the class and she's just doubting it all. And he's just like, sorry about her looking at the audience. To be fair, if I went into a classroom and my teacher was like, uh, we've got a bus 
that can shrink. I'll be like, ah, uh, nah, you probably don't. I'm no, you'd be like, ah, uh, show me. I'm gonna have a panic attack if that's real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm just this anxious kid, man. Like that'll ruin me. Can you imagine how many field trip forms <laughs> she would have had to be given out? <laughs> just all the time. Yeah, lucky. Luckily, those parents weren't reading the fine print, where it's like we're gonna go up some some yeah, homeless, homeless man's, man's body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love that we both went for the exact same thing there. It's symbiosis, which is a thing I learned about in the magic school bus. I also think the magic school bus. I can't think of too many TV shows that, uh, cartoon shows that are trying to be like quite educational mm. in terms of like almost subjects for that age group. Usually, like it's targeted for about. I would I would say like six to twelve year olds. Mm. There's not that many shows that are trying to teach those kids like scientific or mathematical things. It's more like they're trying to instill arguably more important things. Um like, you know, don't be mean. But it's still really unique for a show to to you know, a lot of cartoon shows that are for toddlers are just like, you know, two plus two. But yeah. it's cool for the magic school bus to keep it alive. Yeah. Definitely one of the more successful ones. Yeah, for sure. Did you guys ever play the video game for it? I think like we did. Like a computer game? We, they have one where they go to space, and I'm pretty sure I played it at the school computer, and it was, like, so sick, bro. Oh, maybe that. Going through space, like... Oh, wow. On the bus? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty like cool. <laughs> well, you have to remember, they've only got seat belts. They don't have proper space seats, so anytime they go at light Yeah, speed, for a show that's super educational, they kind of neglect basic, like... Physics and shit like that, right? Pretty sure, like, a meme surfaced recently of, like, them taking off the helmet of one of the kids <laughs> in outer space. <laughs> and then being like, what the fuck? Yeah, fuck that kid. Anyway, that's my number two. What's yours, Liam? <clears throat> so my number two is SpongeBob. Good shout. We're going to just love everyone's shouts today, apart from a made-up show Oliver came up with, like, tw- 10 minutes ago. Okay, so first of all, you've got characters that aren't people. What? The characters of the show are not oh. people. Oh. You got a sponge, you know, a crab, I think. Maybe just shut up for this part. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, I haven't seen it. <laughs> okay, so that immediately like increases the amount of relatability because like Simpsons, yeah, American people are gonna love that, but mm. people from like Asia, you know, they feel a little bit of a disconnect. Mm. Whereas like the same thing with, like, Adventure Time. Like, yeah, Finn's white, but, like, also he's, like, with a magical dog. So it's, yeah, like... Yeah, who's his brother? <laughs> yeah, it's just more relatable if the characters aren't, like, real people. Just super relatable, like, the mundanity of 9 to 5 work. I'm just going to this, like... You know, he's, like, the happy-go-lucky guy, but, like, Squidward is just dying. Mm. Mm. Um, pretty interesting. Um, SpongeBob's, like, clearly not straight. He's, like... So sexuality is, like, in question. There's multiple, like, scenarios where he plays, like, a female character and Patrick plays, like, a male role in the Really? Yeah. And then also there's, like, lots of interesting theories about the show, like, deep. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love that one. <laughs> like, it's... It's underwater. Yeah. It's now nah, like underwater. M- like, Mrs. Puff is, like, no, who says she, who says she uh, 
not who she says she is. She's like a criminal. I think, yeah. Because <laughs> she's like, I can't go back to prison. Yeah, not yeah. again or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's heaps of that sort of stuff in there. There's this theory of like all characters wearing like fake skin. Oh, so they are people. I don't know. There's but just like the a wait. Out. What? There's just <laughs> like a. There's an episode where they're like that. Um, there's like a giant monkey, or whatever, and like a, at the end of the episode, it like rips SpongeBob in half, and there's oh. like someone inside of him. Right. I do remember. Mm. Was were they in a scuba suit before that? Like in one of those old school scuba suits, the big iron. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Do you guys know what scuba stands for? <laughs> Cam, what does it mean? I think yeah, you, I do. Yeah, I think you got it. Self-contained underwater breathing apparatus. Hell yeah! What does tuba stand for? Tuba underwater breathing apparatus. Got it in one. Nice. Um, yeah. I mean, SpongeBob, bro. Silly, fun as. Sit down, watch any episode. Leaks into almost every meme, and the internet culture today as well, right? You've even got just that classic, like, three hours later. Like, that thing is everywhere. It's such a simple punchline. Yeah, such a solid show. I have one pretty big pushback on SpongeBob. What's that, bro? It should be number one. Oh, that's cute. It should be number one on your guys' list. Oh, so he's got it. So you've obviously got it. It is the best cartoon of all time. And it's nice that it was number two. I assume you don't have it. Because you're just a skeevy little perv. No. I don't. I love SpongeBob. Shall I jump into it? You don't love it that much. (laughs) Shall I jump into it? It's been running for 22 years. Peaked for around four seasons. So really strong run. That's the first four seasons. It is the greatest Nickelodeon show of all time, with all due respect to Kablam. It has a quality movie spinoff. Just one, not two. There's two, yeah. Yeah, not not two. (laughs) It's been made into a Broadway show. Incredible world building and characters. Yeah, they have a squirrel living underwater. It's just like that's amazing. They mm. shouldn't have to try and put a squirrel underwater and like create the infrastructure for her to survive there, but they do. And then make her Texan as well. Like oh she's from she's from above land and she explores down there. Like why? <laughs> she doesn't really create enough of a show on herself to even justify like you could not have sandy cheeks in there and it's fine. Yeah. It's yeah. perfectly fine. She, like, pops up only every now and yeah. again. It's like, oh, yeah, that's right. There's a squirrel living underwater. The quotability of it is, like, still fairly ripe. Mm-hmm. Can there's, you give a There's this quote, can I be excused for the rest of my life? I think that's Squidward. <laughs> the guy that yells out my legs anytime there's yeah. some kind of disaster. <laughs> my legs! <laughs> and the chocolate guy? Oh, yeah. Chocolate? Yeah, true. It can be enjoyed by both children and adults, so I would say it's targeted at kids, but some of those jokes, especially in early SpongeBob, have this nuance where like adults can sit there and kind of giggle to themselves. Uh, the creator, Steven Hillenberg, mm. he was the director on Rocco's Modern Life, so oh. he has a track record with like really strong cartoons. Do you know Rocco was a phone sex operator? Really? Yeah. Do they have an episode on it? Yeah. And uh, he's got, like, his sort of job title there. And it's very vaguely worded, but that's what he is. And there's also, like, an episode of... Oh, no, it's not that. It's Animaniacs. And they're like, let's finger prints. And then someone just puts their finger up, prints the artist's asshole. And they're like, we're fingered prints. Like, no. It just goes straight over kids' heads, man. But 
So the ability to do that in a TV show is so undervalued, you mm. know, because you're obviously going to have to sit there with your kid watching SpongeBob and to see like Mrs. Puff losing her mind or Squidward. Like there's that whole thing about it just becoming more and more relatable. Mm. Squidward being more relatable and SpongeBob yeah. just getting more annoying the yeah, older you get. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you touched on it, but it has a real legacy. So although I think we'd all agree it's not very good anymore, if you've potentially come across an episode, it's just crap. Much well, like the dead, Simpsons. Right? Yeah. Steven's so dead. they rebooted it even after since yeah. passing, which some people didn't like. But their legacy lives on in memes. Like you touched on it. There yeah. is so many. The confused Mr. Krabs meme. Yeah. Incredible. The Squidward like just lying in bed. Yeah. And then the eyes. And, yeah. and then also the Squidward looking outside and Patrick and SpongeBob are playing. There's so oh, many. Oh, like SpongeBob like showing like all the piles of yeah. different things <laughs> yeah. to Patrick. I double checked this and it doesn't seem like it would be true. But as it stands, SpongeBob is the first character to ever be sculpted out of wax entirely out of wax so just take take that off the list like in a museum like yeah, in, in a wax, in a wax museum yeah wow good for him i would argue that spongebob is art it is like surrealist art mm. the amount of pure randomness that's in it is just outrageous and it i mean think about it you have him living in a pineapple, and they never explain that once. Mm. You have Mr. Krabs having a whale for a daughter, and they're just like, yeah. Well, she's adopted. That's another fan theory that the gang guy is her actual dad. Oh, really? And Mr. Krabs adopted her to like bring her in from a life of crime or whatever. It's also educational, but in a really important way, and I think the biggest thing that it pushes is this undying power of optimism that SpongeBob has in every aspect of his life. And a lot of cartoons do this. I just think SpongeBob does it the best. But here's why it really is number one and should be number one on your guys' lists. Cartoons from their inception <coughs> were for kids. The cartoon show was for the kid, right? And when you're a kid, that's when cartoons mean the most to you. I know that a lot of adults are into cartoons now. Way more mainstream. So many more shows. But as it stands, cartoons are the most powerful and influential when you're a kid. So you think, what cartoon slot was the most important? And you could argue Saturday morning cartoons, but I'm going to say it was the after-school cartoon where you needed something to look forward to at the end of just a shitty day at intermediate or high school because you didn't have a pizza day because you went to boys' high. But you're just walking home saying drats a lot. And the Spongebob cartoon was the best to ever do it as an after-school cartoon. And if that's the most important cartoon and Spongebob was the best, it is the best. That just made me tear up. That was so impassioned. You took a few breaths there. like Because like, <laughs> you were getting ready to really like double barrels. Do you know who would have actually done the, wa uh, the wax figure? This took me a really long time to figure oh. out. It would have been Mr. Miyagi. Because he used a sponge to wax on, wax off. <laughs> it took me so fucking long. It was so worth it. Hey, producer Stain, if you need to just turn down Cam's mic at any point, feel free. Yeah, no, it's such a solid show. It's so good. Um, it's just brilliant. All of it is brilliant. The, do you know how he came up with the, uh, how he sold the idea to pitching it to Nickelodeon? Um, 
I can't quite remember. I know that he listened to, uh, do you know the, the band Ween? He listened to an album of theirs called like the Mona, the Monolith or like something like that and it inspired him. Do you mean Queen? No, because it was like a 1997 album. So he turned up to the, um, what do you call it? Like the pitch. Yeah, the pitch. And uh, he just bought a, a tank and a sponge and a star. And he just went, this is your show. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he was like, give me the money and I'll make a pilot. Like, this is the show. And that's it. And they're like, all right, this guy's lost his mind. Like, he's not bringing any ideas. He's got no storyboard. He just brought a tank. And that's it. Do you know he's, Amazing. Do you know he studied, like, aquatic life? Like yeah. This, yeah. And they got, like, um, consultants on board and shit. Like, they were about it. And then they're you, still like, oh, yeah, let's bring a squirrel underwater. Yeah, yeah. And, like, you learn a lot about aquatic life. For example, sure. you can la- light a campfire underwater as long as you sing the campfire song. Mm. Can you do a SpongeBob laugh? No. Can you? No. Yeah, neither. I feel like you can. <laughs> Give it a rip. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Um, so that's your number one. That's my number one. What have you got? So how much do you guys know about My Little Pony? I know some. Yeah. How familiar are you with the lore behind My Little Pony? Let me put you in. You've got Twilight Sparkle, right? Twilight Sparkle's a princess. She's a unicorn. Is this really your number one? This isn't really my number one. And I actually, I can actually back this up pretty strongly. So it's a loose allegory for the Bible right off straight away. Twilight Sparkles, Jesus. And then you got Applejack, Fluttershy, Rarity, Rainbow Dash, who can fly five times the speed of sound and uh, has beaten Starscream in a theoretical battle. Um, Starscream from Transformers. So super powerful. Um, And who else you got? Fluttershy, Pinky, Applejack, Rarity. And they kind of represent the disciples. They all have these um, consistent themes of characteristics, which, because the whole show is called My Little Pony, friendship is magic. And so the whole thing is around you're only going to be able to do as much as you can in the world with friends. Because Twilight Sparkle starts off as a bit of an eponymous anti-hero. She's not hugely likable. She's a little bit of a know-it-all, but she's also a loner. Nobody likes her. And then she has to go down to Ponyville because she's in Equestria. And she has to go down to Ponyville. And um, she hangs out with all these little ponies. And initially, she doesn't think this shit. And then Princess Nightmare comes out of nowhere. And they engage together. They all come together. They fight her away. There's no way Twilight Sparkle's going to be able to beat Princess Nightmare, who's the villain, on her own. They come together. There's a very Avengers-esque like theme throughout the whole thing of like Infinity Stones, the friendship components of these Infinity Stones. It has the largest wiki canon in the world for TV shows <laughs> because of all these bronies, myself not included, who contribute so many fan theories to this show. It was written by the Powerpuff Girls lead writer and she wanted to create a more feminist approach, I suppose, to TV where it didn't gloss over the fact that like you can just be nice to one another. And you can still beat the shit out of people. I can give you more lore if you want. It's surprisingly deep. I envy the pair of you for not having to go down this rabbit hole and commitment to the number one. No, I think we're good on the lore. 
Um, so keep going. Keep going on why it's good? Yeah. Oh, let me pull it up. Hold up. Okay, first of all, I didn't know this was like a power scaling thing. You can brought up the destructive power of the main character. Well, you might have heard last week I had okay. lethality. For include that in my number one too. Um, what else? Yeah, they basically just encourage a more secular version of religious teachings. So rather than like devotion, it's all about your own virtuous actions. There's also like this intense world building. There's three... <laughs> Fucking hell. There's three different uh, breeds. There's unicorns, pegasi, and ponies. And then there's also uh, like three different sort of cities. Um, and then all of them go in there. There's been this really large think piece on like the socioeconomics and political structure of My Little Pony and how it could even possibly function because you've clearly got these like biologically inherent. You can stop me literally whenever biologically uh, inherent advantages. So for example, like unicorns can just, they've got telekinesis. And so she goes and visits Applejack and literally the first episode, Applejack's just like this hardworking Southern belle and she's trying to kick all these apples off the apple tree. And then uh, Twilight Sparkle is just like, I can help you there. Takes all of them off. And it's like her entire economy is based off hours of labor. And so Twilight Sparkle is going to just ruin that. So there is this argument about, you know, the political socioeconomics is how it's going to work. But the combat to that is that it's all about friendship. It's all about compassion. You can have an entire anarchic world and it doesn't mean the world's on fire. If you're all just friends to one another, you can help one another. It is quite communistic. That is so beautiful. And I never realized that about My Little Pony. Yeah. I think there's some problems with this pick. Fill me in. I think to have something as the number one TV show, a number one cartoon show in the world, I think it should be like a prerequisite that at least one person at this table has consumed it in a meaningful way. What do you think I had to do in research, man? Yeah, you researched it, but in terms of you growing up and consuming it, I don't think you did and I don't think any of us did. No, and this will... Um this will sabotage my own claim. No, it'll sabotage my own um, reputation while strengthening my claim. I'm just going to jump on my sword. This is the hill I'm going to die on. I watched the first few episodes and I was like, for fuck's sake, mm. this is quite good. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like I was like, this is just going to be some little bullshit. And genuinely, there's like solid story behind it. There's solid mythology behind it. There's heaps of Greek symbolism and shit. Like it's fucking crazy. There's like, what are they called? Manticores, there's serpents, there's all of this shit. And they just turn it into this childish bubblegum again, sort of animation style, which immediately turns all, you know, pubescent males off it. I was just like, there's so many furries and bronies out there who go to Comic-Con and shit dresses this shamelessly. Like, they love the show. Nerds are usually pretty onto something. Like, they've got good taste with this sort of stuff, you know? They're onto the shit way before everyone else. Nerds also will just have, like, a mouse pad that's in the shape of, like, an anime girl's titties. So I don't know if we should really, you know, go down yeah, the rabbit okay, hole. Yeah, okay, I'll admit taste. that... They're very sad individuals who never felt the warmth woman's touch yeah and they're just on photoshop all the time like fixing up penises <laughs> like totally consultancy work i wouldn't know but that sounds completely different yeah anyway um that is why i have my little pony at number one and it's standing there proudly i think you wanted i think you wanted to do something kind of um way way different and it kind of got in the way of you really picking a true number one and i love that you wanted to go for shock factor Really? Um, it's tough because I think it probably skews more towards girls. 
and so you're and I'm I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm glad oh. that we have cartoons that target young girls, but you are cutting out a huge chunk of a possible demographic. But I'm not. That was my whole point. It spans across these two vastly different demographics of like little girls and fully grown men with neckbeards. Yeah. They're both watching it. So what the fuck is going on? Like, how do they both like it? You know what I mean? The Dungeons and Dragons are loving it and the Barbies are loving it. How does that work? Yeah. Where else do you see those worlds collide? It's problematic though if a cartoon for kids is not consumed by the boys. No, it's not. It's not? How? It's just, I don't know, it's just in terms of being a greatest TV, like, That sounds show. like a thing someone says when they just don't want the other person to be happy. No, it limits relatability. But it doesn't, because, like, if you give it a chance, it's absolutely relatable. It's super relatable. All of it is. Rainbow Dash is an extremely likable and brash character we all could probably liken to ourselves. Very tomboy-esque. I feel like you're completely right. I just don't think I could sit an eight-year-old boy down and tell him to think about that. Well, here's the thing. I I sat my six-year-old daughter down and she's like, this is pretty lame. (laughs) So she wasn't into it. But, uh, you know, like at the same time, you have the Jetsons, which is just super antiquated. And again, I know we're talking about like dated ideals and all that kind of thing, but that just excludes, it's like, oh, you want to be a woman with opinions? No, 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 no. You're domesticated. You want to be Marge? Marge doesn't exactly get a voice. And Lisa gets a voice, and she's bullied all the time. So if we're talking about, like, exclusions, it's not exactly like TV's been great for women for a very long time. And there's been, like, a resurgence semi-recently. Like, you've got, like, Kim Possible, the Powerpuff Girls. But every single, for every Kim Possible, there's a Danny Phantom. For Powerpuff Girls, there's a Teen Titans or Justice League or whatever. And they're all just these figureheads of... I'm a woman because I got boobs. It's like, yeah, you're also got an opinion, man. Yeah. And that's kind of why I held off on picking like a more, you know, like that's why I didn't really go for an anime or like, you know. One yeah, of those. it can be problematic. Eh? Well, it just, it might be targeted too, too much towards boys. And so I had a really hard think and I was like, I feel like SpongeBob is kind of. Right. You should give, uh, I just, I preach to everyone here to just give it a try. Just give it a try, you know, reach out to me. I am trying to grow a neck beard, so I yeah. could actually be partial. Yeah. I, I it's fantastic that you're able to take something that I think none of us would have ever thought of. Oh, thanks. And bring. I'm giving you a <laughs> genuine compliment. Yeah, thank you. No, no, you know the whole point is to win the argument. That's what I. If that's what I got to do. If that's what I got to do, I got to sit in front of Twilight Sparkle and Rainbow Dash with all of their little pony birthmarks. I'll do it, man. Amazing, um, Liam. I kind of, can I have a guess? My whole thing is, I just feel like you don't really like that show. Me? Yeah. I watched it. I watched it an hour ago. Two yeah, hours ago. just for the show, just for no, this pod. I was like, ah, oh, this is not good. The, like, no, 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 not as in the show is not good. This is not good. I think I like this show. And I'm, I'm secure enough, you know, to say that. I don't mind it. I would, it's pretty solid. I'd eat this microphone if you like even watched another single episode unprompted of that show. Come over, we'll watch it together. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll fill it. you in. You'll do it because I'm saying this, but if I'll fill you, you in. Know, if we'd never challenged you, you wouldn't have ever touched this show again. I'm just saying that the lore is pretty dense. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, and that's we should respect kind that. of okay for like a maybe a top ten cartoon. We should show? respect that. You know, <laughs> friendship is kindness. Friendship <laughs> is magic.
Okay, my number one is uh, Naruto. Oh! Were you going to guess that? Nah, I was going to say Dragon Ball Z. Uh. Dragon Ball Z is good, but kind of sh- the main character is kind of shallow. Like, Goku's, like, always happy. Pretty terrible dad, eh? Yeah, pretty terrible. Ter- terrible dad. Just like Chuck's his son to <laughs> Kalo, and he's like, yeah, we'll raise my kid. Well, and, th- and then he comes back, he's like, yo, are you a Sip Sam? Oh, fuck, come hang out with me then. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, um, let's go train for, like, one week, and I'm going to beat your ass. He straight is, he straight He's like, if LeBron's son wasn't good at basketball. <laughs> He'd be like, go hang out with Magic Johnson for a yeah. day. Come talk to me later. Yeah. <laughs> well, he and, and was it the Cell Saga? Uh, Goku was just like, yo, Gohan, you're actually going to have to fight this guy. I'm actually going <laughs> to fuck up in the fight. And, like, doesn't he kind of, like, underestimate Cell's power and just get waxed? Couldn't tell you. Cell's, like, badly damaged, and Goku gives him sensu beans. He's, oh. like, <laughs> He's like, heal up. I want a proper fight with you. <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> okay, okay. Naruto. So, first of all, world <laughs> Hang on, sorry. Naruto. <laughs> Naruto! <laughs> um, it's set in a unique world where, like, so they're ninjas, and it seems kind of primitive, but also there's, like, radios and TVs. So it's it's kind of, straight off the bat, you're kind of like, oh, yeah, this is a pretty interesting world. Like, I don't really know mm. in what time period mm. I'm in. Yeah. The lore, super deep. There's like multiple different nations with different villages within those nations. And in those villages, you've got like different clans, so like different families, and they all have different unique abilities. And this goes back like multiple generations. So you're very interesting. One of the only shows that I've seen, I'm sure there's a others recently but one of the first to do it that touches on like extreme loneliness and depression the main character has no parents he's an outcast in his village and he doesn't know why but for some reason he's just like super optimistic and like never gives up only after he gets his like first friend so like the the first person who believes in him after that moment he's like okay I got one person I can do this and it's just like a, magic. it's just like a super thing about like, about like, friendship and just like being there for other people. Just you know, like enough to make a grown man cry, and that's mm. all right. I think it has made grown men cry, <laughs> surely, at some points in the anime. <clears throat> Apart from that, the artwork. I mean, you know, enough said. Amazing artwork. It would have the best artwork out of all our top. So yeah, the creativity is and the like fights is just like very memorable and iconic. Like even people who've never watched anime before, if like they know like top ten anime fights, Rock Lee vs. Gara. <laughs> Can't mention like the destructive capability of the main character of his show. Which one was that? Miss Frizz <laughs> or Twilight Sparkle? Twilight Sparkle. Yeah, put a name. By the end of the show, in your mouth. <laughs> By the end of the show, the main characters, Sasuke and Naruto, are like, if you highball the calculations, they're like faster than the speed of light. And then also they have like destructive capability of like destroying planets. So if we're going to power scale our characters. And if we're going to power scale our characters, 
having your body made of sponge <laughs> to absorb any kind of physical damage and then to have a square base for your pants <laughs> to be able to lock your hips in. Didn't he rip those pants? <laughs> yeah, he does, and he goes get circle pants, eh? And he, he becomes gets SpongeBob circle pants for a bit. Yeah, speaking of getting bullied in isolation, yeah. my God, when he ripped his pants. <laughs> my favorite part about SpongeBob is like every now and then it'll just pause and then it'll just be like a real detail, yes. like a hand yeah. Yeah. picture of like a yeah. close up of someone's face, like showing all the like pimples. Yeah, pimples and like so indentations good. in their face and just being like bloodshot eyes. Yeah. Just too much for a kid. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> I've never seen Naruto ever. As How many episodes? No does one's it seen Kaplam. <laughs> <laughs> it's not number one though. How many episodes does it have? Oh, uh, like five hundred episodes. Yeah, it's got some crazy. I've watched right. it all like three times. It's no One Piece, but it is a pretty big sandwich. And is it also like? Is that including? Isn't there spinoffs or sort of sideline? It's like TV seven shows movies. Well? There's like Jesus Christ. There's like the original two hundred episodes of like when he's like a kid. So like another point would be like. People who grow up watching Naruto, the characters like grow up with right. them. So he's like, I think he's like twelve or he's like twelve or thirteen in the first two hundred episodes, and then like the last three hundred episodes is when he's like seventeen. Mm-hmm. So there's a five year time. Oh, yeah, there's like a five year time skip. He's also Boruto. Yeah, which is like his, which is still coming out at the moment. It's you can't really song, include so it. like. That's another wow. time skip to when he's like an adult, like he's got kids. I generally seem to lean on TV shows that do have that continuity, right? I don't usually like a TV show that at the end of it, they just go back to being like the Simpsons are always the same age. Yeah. Um, not to, I'm not shitting on the Simpsons specifically. It's just like, that's an easy kind of pick. Um, even South Park, like they do just stay the same age and it kind of gets a little bit trying. I do like as they get older, you've just got more story to develop. Just while we're talking, I just want to ask, our producer, Steen, could you just check the net worth of all our top shows? I actually think My Little Pony would have the biggest net worth. Yeah, Hasbro. It's owned by Hasbro. Oh, Jesus. But I, will, I reckon Naruto could it, be I think it would be higher. I think it would be higher. What does that include? Like toys? Yeah, like yeah. just the entire, like, yeah. if if the information is readily available. Yeah. Mine RRP for so Spon- SpongeBob, My Little Pony. What are we Naruto. going off, like, the... The creators network, just the show, Probably like the enterprise, a, yeah, bit, whatever you call it. No. I mean, I don't think it should matter too much. I'm just genuinely curious. Yeah, we know that Kablams isn't too high because their one viewer was stealing their show <laughs> the entire time, <laughs> so he wasn't even contributing to their revenue. It's so funny in the first episode of Kablam. Oh yeah, they're like explaining how this isn't a comic book. It's a comic book where you don't have to turn the page. It's like a moving comic. Wow. I have the results here, and uh, do you guys want to take a guess on who has the most net worth? It does it go no? Does it go one, two, three? No, Naruto. So the the most net worth, right? Is Liam. Yeah. Uh, coming in second. Do you want to take a guess on that instead? Uh, I guess SpongeBob. Got me my, my Sponge, SpongeBob. What? And Bro. then third place comes My Little Pony, and My Little Pony is the lowest with twenty two million. What? <laughs> 
Bro, parents got to fucking pay for some toys for their kids, man. What or, the fuck? Or those neckbeards need to start. Yeah, they got to up their, Yeah, well, I mean, that's the problem, right? If they're, they're not exactly highly employable individuals. <laughs> they're scraping by. They shouldn't be paying rent, though. They're still living <laughs> <at> home. <laughs> <laughs> I stand with you, bro. Wow, Naruto's top. Jeez. Anime goes so hard, bro. Oh, yeah. So, so unbelievably hard kind of like how you said about spongebob being identityless it almost works in its favor right yeah. Naruto, like there is that whole leaning into japanese culture mm. um because they're mostly just pretty cool people they're also not japanese in the show they're like whatever yeah i kind of like that. you're from i also love when a show has like you said the whole radio but then ninja time like i love that timeless aspect of a show because it's like why the fuck wouldn't you do that? Like you can do it, just do it. There's yeah. no, you, you know, there's no fucking rules. I think as much as anime has started to bleed into the mainstream recently, I don't know if Naruto is quite mainstream enough to get it a top spot for me. Wow. What? What would it be then? If it's what's the most mainstream? Well, I just mean like anime is still like a kind of. But he just said it makes the most money. I, I just have to disagree with you in the fact that it was on like Cartoon Network during like the yeah double true. O's. Mm-hmm. So a lot of American kids would have seen it, and then also like a lot of try this. If Ollie keeps giving you pushback, just say you like it. <laughs> it works quite well. <laughs> and then just pretend to cry Infallible for a little bit. argument. Yeah, <laughs> pretend to cry. Japanese for people are just richer. They just have more money. Well, you got to think about all the manga. Before the TV show, oh, of yeah. course. So buying like, oh, you didn't buy the individual. You bought Shonen Jump. Wow, Naruto man, shout outs to a show I've never seen. It's it's pretty bombastic. It probably influence wise is a few pegs below Dragon Ball Z, but the characters and story are just are so <laughs> much better. Like yeah. it's not even close and. I don't want to like, you know, kind of call out too many people because there's plenty of my friends that still watch Dragon Ball Super. But fuck that show, man. How um how do you digest a 500 episode TV show? Like did you start watching it right from when it started and then you've just kept up? Have you seen do you think you've seen all 500? Are there certain seasons where you're just like this doesn't is it all cuz there's continuity, right? So that's kind of an issue. Yeah, I've watched all the episodes maybe like 3 or 4 times. So there's 22 minutes an episode, roughly? Yeah, something like that. Wow. But like, you know, it's like 15 minutes time because you got like the, just credits and intro, like right. a few minutes each. Yeah. Depending on like how you want to do it. <laughs> oh, and a balloon just deflated. A couple of, couple of eps a night, bro, that's how you do it. Yeah. Every night. Just a little tonic. A nightcap. Yeah. Here's a little something just to keep SpongeBob above Naruto, which I think is a fantastic pick. Spongebob doesn't have any filler. <laughs> what did you say? There's 21 episodes and four to eight are good. Hmm? Isn't that what you said? Or one to four are good. So literally 17 of the seasons are filler. That's what you said. Uh, uh, no, they're not filler. It's a solid second, but you're right. You're not really going to be able to push it above My Little Pony. <laughs> you can't. You simply cannot. So we're about, are you good on Naruto? Is that kind yeah, of? Yeah, we're good. That's perfect. We're actually going to introduce a finishing segment where we actually invite our producer, Steen, to come on and just basically crown, a, not a champion, 
not a winner, but for the week, who he thinks had the strongest argument for their top three. Mm. Or I don't know whether it should be judged on... I think it should be strongest argument because you can you can pick whatever. Yeah, yeah. You just have a shit argument. Should we go top three as a whole or just the top spot? Who I don't know if that makes it different. I don't know. Steam, Over to you, Steam. Just so you know, I'm not above crying. Well, uh, this whole entire show, I've been taking notes of all of you guys' uh, debates here. Holy, I was not expecting that. All right, and I'm going to give it just top spot to simplify it. And uh, I'd like to start off real fast by saying uh, Kablam was on Nickelodeon in 1996, and it is an actual cartoon show. Okay. So he's not it's real. Up. He's not a compulsive liar about <laughs> that. It's good. Uh, I'm a little disappointed that no one picked Scooby-Doo. Mm. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, so for me, it was a real twist up or a tie up, you could say, uh, between um, the Magic School Bus and uh, My Little Pony. I'll have to give it to SpongeBob as well for the twist up. Um, so I'm going to pick from your top spots instead. So okay. it simplifies it. So uh, with all of the conversation going on, I'm going to give it. To My Little Pony, it's one Fucking on get spot. in, bro. I feel like Italy at the Euros. Get in. Wait, so you would you were you had the best as either Magic School Bus or SpongeBob? Yes, but if I had to pick from your top three, yeah, if he's uh, picking out of those, so these are like so that'd be one, two, and then these are three, four, five, and it'll be so it'll be it would kind of look like one Magic School Bus, one SpongeBob, three My Little Pony, and then like right. fifteen would be. Uh, Whatever you said, and then like twenty nine would be whatever you said, or whatever. right, 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 something like that. Okay, okay, yeah. Oh man, it feels good to win again. Oh no, <laughs> hang on, hang on. Just because we haven't done this, Steen, who was your winners? If you can remember from previous episodes, uh, episode one, that would be you. Uh, you can use, you have to use his name, and you have to give me eye contact. <laughs> Deliver bad news like a man. <laughs> All right, well Oliver. He's he uh, still did it. <laughs> so I won it with shoulder length hair with haircuts. So I'll just give it that. That was number one. Uh, well, yeah, okay. Fair enough. And uh, for Sue Powers, which was episode two. Yeah. Oliver's taken that. What? Interesting. That's controversial. I mean, I wouldn't be here. I don't think it's controversial if he, if he at all. Exactly. out of existence. Oh, just right. Saying. So yours is a fair. That's a yeah, fair yeah. one. No, no, no. Because we, me and Cam off camera agreed that my number two superpower was easily better than his number one. So that Circumstantial. Was, I never said that. In all fairness, he's taken all your superpowers and just given them to himself. Hell yeah, mm. boy. But Damn. that's not the point, right? It's the strength of the argument. And his argument was he'd kill a whole bunch of fucking people. Cam's superpowers um, materialize an orange in the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh! If that was, would it have won? Now, just as a quick side note. I actually tested your theory of having an orange in the shower. And result? It was amazing. But then, hold on, hold on. Here we go, here we go. Don't fucking say you had a sandwich as well. <laughs> I did not have a sandwich, but yeah, let shit. me tell you the worst part, right? Mm -hmm. It's when you're finished eating the orange, mm -hmm. and then you've got the fucking scraps left over. Chuck them on the ground, man. <laughs> nah. Chuck them on the ground. Pick them up later. Then, then I've got to go back. Chuck them on the ground. Chuck them on the ground. For the sandwich, right? There are no scraps. Oh, yes. No scraps? What, so yours just says no bit, and then banana peel should... Oh, no, fuck, that didn't work. So, sorry, we kind of got lost there, but Steen, episode three winner? Um, now that, that I'm going to give to Cam. What? Yes, get in. Oh, what, when we talked about it last week, you said... I've, 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 yeah, but he I've tried it. Back. I've come oh. back to it. And yeah. I, after trying it, I was like, you know what? It's a yeah. one-time experience. Yeah, thank but you. But I will, I will say, sandwich follows so closely. Yeah. I could eat anything in the shower, so, I mean... Yeah, you could put anything between two fucking pieces of bread. 
Wouldn't work though. Like it's just because what? <laughs> it's a sandwich. It's a sandwich. Wait, are you eating an orange sandwich? No, you can. You should. Of course you can. It would be terrible. But you, exactly my point. But you can have anything in the shower and it's delicious. I had a passion fruit earlier, guys. I cut myself while cutting the passion fruit. Admin was a little bit too much, but it was delicious. Going to try mango tonight. See you around. You know, fuck around, see what happens. Well, it's I'm so happy seeing because I thought I got fucking smacked up last week. I'm so you happy. did. Wait, for, if you've so seen episode three, you know that it was just so happy that your opinion is the thing that means the most to me and always has. I will say, if he had don't, said, don't, if he had said don't. sandwich also yeah. covers the category of burger, immediately he would have won. Yeah, but he didn't. Oh, I'm not the type of guy to say rice and then just take everything <laughs> with rice in it. I said rice on its own. I never said any rice dishes. I just said rice on its so own. It's I just, great for I if you're wanna, hungry. And you I just want to double check. The guy that said super old milk has won the food challenge. Okay, yeah, that's... Yeah, just and just My Little Pony, bro. It's the strength of the yeah, argument. You won the superpowers now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Doesn't mean fear. anything. No, out of I, th- fear. I thought I had the sandwich. Yeah, out of fear. Well, um, that's amazing. I think there's a really, really high possibility that we're going to keep it this format with the like the four of us in here. So yeah. um, forget about two mates, five takes. Stay tuned. We'll change our mind and change the name again next week. Yeah, we'll probably week. redact again. Probably to like top pick topic or something, you know. You said that earlier and I was like, oh, I'll just keep that away. Do we have odd? Oh, do we have um, our one for next week? I think just to just to preview. Are we thinking I think top, so, yeah. top three first date ideas? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fantastic. And did you want to finish on your ad? <laughs> yes. Sorry, I forgot about the ad. Do you ever forget about doing an ad? <laughs> Here at the. <laughs> Ad yes, so I do. Oh, please don't interrupt. <laughs> Here at the ad service, we generate randomized ads for whatever podcast you might have. For example, socks to go on <laughs> your hands. <laughs> They're lovely. They're lovely. And uh, use promo code uh, anything goes. For 20 cents off your first purchase. Amazing. So good to have another sponsor. Yeah, that's, that's real. Great. Yeah. Anyway. Photoshop did say no as soon as you outlined why you've been using it. Which thank, was sucked. Thank you so much for joining us, guys. Uh, big thank you to producer Steen, who does all the work behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And I'll no doubt see you guys next week. Thank you, gentlemen. This was lovely. Yeah. Goodbye. And uh, as champion, I'll just... Take my winnings and leave. You are champion for this week. Congratulations. All right. Goodbye. See ya.